everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and today we are going to be going to the second half of Season 8 of South Park, where the topic is voting. And as it is recording, it's very interesting that, you know, this year coming up, is an election year and this is sort of a, this is one of these episodes where if you if you really think about it um this is an episode that you could show teenagers and young adults about really the power of voting and how it could be a positive and a negative effect uh, in a positive and a negative way of doing a vote, you know, making sure that, you know, hey, if you vote, this happens. If you don't vote, this doesn't happen. So the episode today, obviously, that I am talking about, if you haven't figured out by now, is Douche and Turd. So, yes, Douche and Turd is this week's episode, and, you know, it's in an interesting point in time because we're a little bit less than a week away before the 2004 presidential election where George W. Bush, the incumbent president, uh, was going to go against John Kerry from uh, Massachusetts. And this, you know, was a very interesting election especially because of what happened in the previous election with Bush and Al Gore uh, where that got made fun of on a, on an earlier South Park episode uh, with uh, Bill Cosby not the actual Bill Cosby anyway so douche turd is this week's episode it is written and directed by Trey Parker it originally aired on October the 27th, 2004, and let's not wait any longer. Let's get into this week's episode, Douche and Turd. Our, actually, I should mention before we get into the episode that uh, they changed a little bit of the theme by adding some of the clips from the first half of Season 8 into the intro, so that's really cool to see. Now we get into the beginning of the episode where we are at a pep rally at the school for the South Park Cows as they are about to get ready for some sporting event. I wouldn't imagine it's football, but you know, you never know. When all of a sudden, PETA comes in. Boo! Yes, the, uh, the evil, evil terrorist organization PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, comes in and they stop the pep rally and they say that the school should stop using the cow as a mascot because the cow is a slave. And they show clips of cows being butchered and used as food. I know, it, it sounds a little weird, but I mean, it, it, it's a funny way of doing this. If you're going to go for it, go for the one animal you really wouldn't think about. So after some of the cheerleaders get blood poured on them, 
the school is forced to change the mascot. And the only way they could do it is through a ballot. Now, we do get one scene early after, you know, they start passing out the ballots where Clyde is like, why can't we be the cows? And PETA, a PETA member comes in, pours blood on him, and Mr. Garrison, he sprays this bottle at him like it's a cat, you know, try to get it out. Get! Get! Get out! And it's so weird because, you know, they refer to them as eco-terrorists, which I guess in a way... They're sort of right. And Stan is like, well, wait a minute. Aren't we going to let the eco-terrorists win? Yeah, you, you sort of are. So the guys go through the choices, and they're not really good choices. So Kyle comes up with an idea of, let's come up with something funny. How about a giant douche? And then Carmen is like, well, wait a minute. Well, why don't we do... A turf sandwich. So now we have this debate over which is the funnier of the two. The douche, the giant douche, or the turd sandwich. Stan doesn't really have any... He doesn't want anything to do with it because... Well, it... You know, he just doesn't see the point of voting on this. So, Kyle convinces Kenny... Or, he asks Kenny which he thinks is funny, and... Kenny says that the giant douche is funny. So Kermit goes to Butters and he asks Butters which one he thinks is funny and he says that the giant or the turd sandwich is funny. Then we go to Jimmy. This is a funny scene. I like this scene. So Jimmy is like, okay, tell me the two. So Kyle and Carmen each tell him. And he's like, okay, give me 10 seconds to think about it. And we get the full 10 seconds in silence, which is pretty funny. And then he asks them to repeat the names again. And after they do, we get another 10 seconds of silence. And then we get one more time. And after the third time, Jimmy decides on the giant douche. So now the plan is, okay, we're going with the giant douche. He's going to be the mascot. So we have an assembly at the school, and we find out that it's going to be an election between the top two candidates. The first one is a giant douche, which gets the, are you ready for this? That song that got played like a lot in the 90s when you were in elementary and middle school and P.E. class, or probably at a sporting event, or a concert, or at a dance, or something, you know. And the other candidate is a turd sandwich. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? You know, it's sort of fitting that that song would be played for a turd sandwich, because that song is, well, it's a turd. I mean... I just want to say this real quick because I liked that song when it came out at first and then my parents started to sing it and it was like the worst version of Who Let the Dogs Out you'd ever hear in your life. It was absolutely terrible. I mean, after that I was like, no, no, I don't want to hear this song anymore. I don't. My parents have ruined Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> 
So, so now we have an election. It's going to be either the giant douche or the turd sandwich that's going to be the next school mascot. Well, Kyle, or, or Stan, pardon me, still doesn't see the point of voting. So, at his house that night, Stan, you know, says, look, I think, I think voting is great, but I just am not going to vote in this. Which gets Randy and Sharon into an argument, and then Wendy is like, I hate being in this family. And then the doorbell rings and uh then we have this Huff Daddy? Your friend Kyle told me you don't understand the importance of voting. I apparently you haven't heard of my vote or die campaign. Vote or die? What the hell does that even mean? What do you think it means, bitch? Ah! Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. Rock the vote or else I'm gonna stick a knife through your eye. Democracy is founded on one simple rule. Get out there and vote or I will motherfucking kill you. Yeah, I like it when you vote, bitch. bitch. Shake them titties when you vote, bitch. bitch. I slam my jimmy through your mouth roof. mouth roof. Now get your big ass in the polling booth. I said vote, bitch, or I fucking kill you. Vote or die, motherfucker, motherfucker, vote or die. You can't run from a 38, go ahead and try. Let your opinion be heard, you gotta make a choice. Cause after I slit your throat, you won't have a fucking voice. Vote or die. Vote or die. Okay, I'll vote. So, now, because of Puff Daddy and his gang, yeah, I, I know, that's a really weird statement to say in 2020. Puff Daddy and his gang threatening Stan to vote, but it did happen. So now Stan is at the school, and he is going to make his vote. You know, we're gonna we're gonna decide if it's gonna be the turd sandwich or the giant douche. So Kyle's like, "Oh, thank you for voting. This is really important. You know, this is what is gonna help make the school even better. It's gonna make it greater." And then Kyle sees what Stan voted for. He voted for the turd sandwich. And Kyle's like, wait a minute. You're, you're not voting for that. You're my friend. You're supposed to be voting. And Stan's like, yeah, I am voting. And Kyle's like, well, yeah, you're supposed to be voting for the giant douche. And Stan's like, wait a minute. I thought I was here just to vote. You're telling me that I should vote for you? And then Cartman and Butters comes over and they're like, No, no, you vote for who you want. You know, we're just going to walk you to the booth. And you know, when we're done, I'm going to give you a nice steak dinner. All the trimmings, all the cutting. And at this point, Stan has had enough. He's had enough. And he says straight up out loud in front of everybody including puff daddy and his posse i'm not voting which leads to stan going to the principal's office with his parents there so principal victoria she's at the point where she really just can't take it anymore she's had enough of this she's had enough of stan saying i'm not going to vote i'm, I'm just not going to do it so 
There's only one thing that they can do. And you first, you think, oh, he's going to get suspended. No. And then they're like, are we getting expelled? Worse. He's being exiled. That's right, folks. Stan has been exiled from South Park because he didn't vote. He didn't vote and he doesn't want to do- he doesn't want to vote. And because of this, which is this is like such a far out thing, but it is funny in its own way. So they say to Stan, until you change your ways, until you change your way about voting, you are exiled from the town. And this, there's one part in there that's sort of, well, it's not sort of, it is funny, where one of Puffy's members is like, yo, should I go shoot this Navon fool? And then Puff Daddy has a British accent. He's like, no, Reginald, we should just let him figure this out. So Stan gets tied on the back of a horse. They give him stuff. They put a bucket over his head. His clothes are torn. He's been spit on by a lot of people. And he and the horse slowly moves. Slowly moves. I mean, this horse looks like it could have been on its last legs. So, then a bunch of people see the horse. And they, well, we think they see Stan. So they take everything off the, they take everything off of Stan, and they push him off. And they're there to rescue the horse. And you know they're berating Stan for riding on this horse, this innocent horse. And Stan's like, I didn't choose this. I didn't want to ride the horse. I was exiled from my town. I'm looking for a place to stay. So, they take the horse, and Stan follows, and they go into this gated community. And what I mean by gated community, I mean there are guards there, there's barbed wire at the top. It's not a gated, gated community where it's like, oh, you know, the really rich people are there. It's sort of like walking dead gated community, like season one through four-ish like gated community if that's the best way i could put it so stan then goes to one of the members of PETA who lives there and he's like well i i'd like to stay here and the guy explains that it's not up to me it's up to one of our leaders and you know he talks about how in this village they treat the animal as an equal. And it's even to the point where some of them are married. Including the guy that's talking has been married to a llama. This one guy's been married to a chicken for three years. Oh boy. Brings back the chicken lover episode. And this guy's been married to an ostrich and they had a baby. And the baby's like, help me, help me. So, yeah. 
So then Stan goes and talks to this goat. And Stan looks at the goat. The goat looks at Stan. The goat is eating whatever it's been given. Stan looks at the goat again. The goat looks at Stan. Stan looks at the goat. Goat looks at Stan. And they're like, so what did he say? He said, I could stay. And they're like, all right, well, here's your shirt and your commemorative bumper sticker. That's how the segment ends. So we now go back to South Park where they're having a debate between the giant turd and the douche sandwich. It's an okay scene. It it really hasn't dated itself well, I feel. Um, basically, they're making fun of the debates between John Kerry and George W. Bush. That's all it really is. I don't have to go too much into it. So we see Stan. He's scrubbing buckets, and the guy talks to him, and he's like, you know, I don't think you really belong here. I don't think that you really love animals. And Stan's like, yeah, I, I absolutely love animals, you know. And the guy's like, well, why aren't you married, you know, or why haven't you gone you know, looking to marry an animal? And he points out that his wife, Llama, has a daughter, and is like, is she single? And... And then they get into this conversation of, well, why were you banished from your town? And he's like, well, because I didn't care about voting. And the guy does a really good job explaining what really the voting is, or at least we think the history of voting, is, you know, is just because in your election it's between a douche and a turd. It's always been that way throughout history. It's always been between a giant douche, a giant douche. And a, and a turd sandwich. You know, they just lied and brown nosed their way up through politics to get into this position. And in a way, he's sort of right. If you think about it, he's, he's sort of right. So after that talk, somehow Puff Daddy and his gang have found the campsite, the gated community, and they're threatening Stan again to go vote. When all of a sudden, one of the members of PETA throws the blood onto Puff Daddy because he's wearing a fur jacket. Big mistake. Big mistake. Because they shoot up everybody at PETA. And what I mean by everybody, I mean the people. The animals are just fine. They don't care. Except for the baby human ostrich who's like, kill me! Kill me! So now we go back to the school and they're tallying up the votes and they're determining that right now the giant douche is going to win when all of a sudden Stan comes back to town and we get this scene where Stan is like, you know what? It's going to be what it's going to be. It's always going to be between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Ashley, why don't I play the clip for you? I learned that I better get used to having to pick between a douche and a turd sandwich because it's usually the choice I'll have. He's going to vote! Choose between a douche and a turd. 
what's sort of funny about that scene, and I I like that scene, is how everybody that is somehow involved in this is sort of like dancing in the background like it's a like it's a mu- it is a musical number but it's almost like a disney musical number where it's like ah, 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 ah. so we find out that stan has voted for the turd sandwich uh the giant douche had 1410 votes the giant do or the uh, turd sandwich had 36 votes so the giant douche is going to be the new mascot and Stan's like, well, wait a minute. My vote didn't count. My per- or my guy didn't win. And his parents explained to him that all votes matter, even if it is for the side that loses. Then all of a sudden, Mr. Garrison comes out and he's like, look, they shot up all the people at PETA. Which means, and Clyde is the one that figures it out right away, they can go back to being the South Park cows. And Randy is like, now your vote doesn't matter. And that's the end of Douche and Turd. The first episode of the second half of Season 8 of South Park. So, before I get into my thoughts on this episode, uh, where did the idea of this episode come from? Well, as I said, this is the first episode of the second half of the season. And in, and this is the final leg of what Matt and Trey call their year from hell. They did the first half of South Park Season 8, then immediately began working on the movie Team America World Police. As soon as that was in the bag, they started in on the back half of the season, of which Douche and Turd was the first episode. Now, of course... Um, Fro and I, a while back, and you guys can look it up, we discussed during Team America World Police that Matt and Trey almost broke up the team because of Team America World Police. So that's how bad this year is, is that we almost lost South Park because of this. This this one year, this one year. All right, now before I get... One more thing I want to talk about before I get into the uh, my, my thoughts on the episode. You heard earlier the Voter Die campaign, which was a thing in 2004. Um, I'll give you a brief history. Uh, this was created by Citizen Change, which was a political service group founded in 2004 by P. Diddy, and backed by such people as Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, and 50 Cent. The stated aim was to get young people and minorities to vote. The campaign's message, promoted on t-shirts and other things, is Vote or Die, a phrase adapted from Join or Die, a well-known cartoon by Benjamin Franklin. In 2004, P. Diddy said at the time that its mission was to make make voting, and I quote, hot and sexy. Uh-huh. Hot and sexy. Wow. Uh-huh. I, um... I have nothing. I have nothing to add to that. 
The 2004 campaign included a line of voter die t-shirts, an album, a voter registration push in cities and campuses nationwide, and commercials on such outlets as MTV and BET. Now, for more years after this, in the 2008 presidential election, P. Diddy invoked the phrase, Obama or die, at the 2008 BET Awards. Now, in part in pop culture, many American TV shows have parodied this campaign as laughably hyperbolic, unnecessarily violent, and its ironic presentation of a false choice. Uh, the Daily Show was another show that did that, uh, making fun of it when Jon Stewart was the host. In 2012, the Voter Die t-shirt concept was resurrected for the Democratic National Convention in the form of parody Vote Obama t-shirts. Just remember, voting is hot and sexy. Okay, so here's my thought on the ep on this particular episode. There are some good spots. There are some good moments in this. The Voter Die song is funny. The the last song, the you know, the voting song is is good. Obviously the focus is on voting and you having the right here in the United States, the first, you know, one one of the amendments is you know, to vote. You can vote. But at the same time you can choose not to vote. And I know that's been a problem over recent presidential elections, but I think using Stan as the person that doesn't want to vote isn't a bad choice. I think it's the right choice because you, I mean, you can't use Cartman. You know, Cartman's out of the picture. Kenny you can't really use. So it comes down to Stan or Kyle, and... I think Kyle would be too liberal not to vote, if you get what I'm saying. So it makes sense with Stan. Um, I really don't think this episode aged as well as some of the other episodes so far. And, and I think the reason for that is, number one, the whole voter die campaign. That campaign, while I'm sure there was great, you know, um, how can I put this, great intention to do that campaign, to, to convince people to vote, to say if you don't vote, you're going to die is not the right way to go at it. Um, also, it's between a douche and a turd, you know, I mean... What else are you going to say? Um, I don't know. I'm sort of indifferent on this episode. I really am. There are some good moments in here, but there's some other stuff that's really unnecessary. I think you could have done a different way. I'm not really sure how, but I think you could have done a different way to get around to Stan not wanting to vote and then eventually voting. But the way they used the Puff Daddy character was alright. I'm gonna give this a 7 out of 10. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't... It really just didn't do anything for me. Like, there were a couple of jokes here or there, but other than that, 
it really wasn't much, you know? It, it just really wasn't that much. Uh, the reception of this episode, Slate described the episode as being the epitome of everything great about the show. Well, this is some 15-plus years ago, so, you know, it might not be that way. Now, according to Nick Gillespie of Reason Magazine, this episode pretty much sums up how most libertarians approach politics. Now, douche and turd are used again in Season 20 in the episode Member Berries and subsequent episodes of the season in which they refer to Donald Trump represented by Mr. Garrison, and Hillary Clinton, respectively, in that election. Oh boy, I can't wait till we get to that one. The episode has been used to demonstrate the near-zero value of an individual vote, the, intrin the in uh, intrinsic value individuals place on the act of voting itself, Problems arising when voters must choose amongst undesirable candidates rather than issues and the role of political campaigning. Um, so the episode that I was thinking about earlier where they made fun of the 2000 election was Trapper Keeper. That was the episode that they, or that was the election where they made fun of uh, Gore and Bush. And boy, that, oh, that seems like a lifetime ago. So... Let's look at IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Of over 1,900 people, the average rating for this episode is an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, like I said, I am giving this a 7. So to break it down, 525 people gave this a 10, 529 people gave it a 9, 234 people gave it a 7, that's the that's the rating I gave it, and 34 people gave it a 1. So to break it down for the demographics, over 1,400 males voted in this, with the average rating being an 8.4. The highest demographic was the 18 to 29 year old range, where the rating was an 8.6. For females, 118 women voted, uh, the average rating was an 8.5. Its highest age demographic, again, is 45 and over, with the average rating being a 9.2 out of 10. So the older watchers are really going into this episode. I have a couple of reviews here. First one is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, this episode came out back in 2004 when George Bush and John Kerry were running against each other in the U.S. presidential election. I remember, I remember watching this episode back in 2004 and finding it interesting. Now it's 2008, this is when the review was written by the way, and the presidential debate is between John McCain and Barack Obama. The series started playing on Comedy Network from its first season. It's supposed to be on its third season now, but here we have a season 8 episode because of the presidential elections. The group PETA protests the South Park Elementary School mascot, which is a cow. So now the students have to pick another mascot. Due to a practical joke by the boys, the two most popular candidates are a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Carmen and Butters take the turd sandwich side, while Kyle and Kenny take the giant douche side. Stan, however, does not want to vote, and everybody including Puff Daddy and his parents, ostracize him for it. 
They eventually banish him from South Park and he goes to live with PETA. This is a very intelligent and funny spoof of the whole presidential election. Great episode. The other review is from Tech is Magic who wrote, I can admit that this episode has a bit of a targeted audience, those who don't identify rather well with either political party. However, for people who do fall into this category, this is an episode to cherish. Very rarely in television do we see third-party perspectives taken on in a sympathetic and yet non-extremist matter or manner. It's really the non-extremist part which is so surprising. It's clear that the writers understand that those with opinions which don't fit easily into the con conventional, socially acceptable options are people too. Often relatively normal people who aren't comfortable with the zealots of the world, as can be seen by Stan's interactions with a certain radical group during the episode. This is a brilliant episode, and it's a shame to see it not rated as one of the series' best. Like I said, I mean, I can, I, I, I try to understand the point. There are some good moments in it, but I'm just not that big of a fan of this episode. Um, I mean, it didn't get a bad grade. It got a seven. I mean, that's a good score, I think, but oh well. Uh, that's going to do it for the show this week, but let's get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join us on Facebook. It is, we, have a fan, or we have a group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar and you are right there. And thank you to Joseph McDade for letting me use his music for the opening theme to the show. You can go to his website, josephmcdade.com. Huh. Next time around, we're going to talk about a store that has some controversy depending on where you come from. Next week, I'll be talking about something Walmart this way comes. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am Bill, and until next time, you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Voting hot and sexy. Give me a break.